Scotch always seemed to ease the pain. The Glen Livet was new, a gift from Dee's parents. And it was good. At a time like this, it went down easy. Too easy. I couldn't believe that they fired me. A notice left on my desk. I knew right when I saw it what it meant. The worst part was that there was no sympathy, no empathy from the higher ups. Eight years down the drain. <sighs> Fuck them. I knew I should ease up, but Delilah was running late. What would she say if she saw me like this? She'd be angry for sure, but could she blame me? Maybe I could hide the bottle. If there's even a bottle to hide, maybe I could finish this off in time. Hell, I sent the babysitter home early and it was just me and the bottle and Hunter. Where was Hunter? What was he up to? I, I hadn't heard a peep. Hunter? Was he in bed? No. No, it, it was eight. I swear he was in here with me. I saw the fire truck by the coffee table. Shit. Where was he? Damn it. Hunter! Oh. Hopefully he wasn't getting into anything. Not like last week when he drew on the wall. Fucking D would have a fit. Oh, son of a bitch. Hunter! I got up and walked around the house. It was too quiet. Maybe I did put him to bed. Maybe. I couldn't remember. I may have had too much to drink. Then I noticed the sliding glass door open. About a foot wide. No. No, he couldn't have. Hunter? I walked out into the backyard. It was dark. Shit. Tell me, tell me he's not out here. Hunter! My heart started beating rapidly. Did I leave the door open? Did, did he open it? Was he even out here? Hunter! Hunter! That's when I noticed a small police car on its side by the pool. Hunter? I almost lost my balance as I picked up the car. I spun it in my hand slowly. That's when I noticed a ripple in the water. Suddenly, the clouds parted, allowing moonlight to seep through, brightening the backyard. And that's when I saw him. The car fell from my grasp. No. No! Seven Lamb Productions presents... The Stone House Episode 2 I watched small fish zigzag between the shadows of the dock posts. The water was calm and the air cool. It was a nice day, but... I didn't feel myself. 
Val? Val? What? What are you doing? Sorry, I I was just thinking. Well, I could use some help. Sure, yeah. We were at the marina. We spent all day shopping for supplies. We couldn't bring everything we wanted from home, so we figured we'd get everything else here. Now we were packing the boat. Can you pass the bags down? Yeah. Here. Food, water, silverware, flashlights, batteries, bags, medication, raincoats, wipes, gloves, cell phone chargers, fishing line, extra rope, and so much more. Any more, and the boat's gonna sink. Think we have too much? I told you, there's plenty down there. You know how D is. What was that? Nothing. Barry let you in? Yeah, that okay? Of course. Tried to get here sooner, but you know how it is. We figured you were busy. Not too busy to say goodbye. You leave tomorrow? Early, early. Val, I know there's more. Sorry. Hi, Kenneth. Hello, dear. Here. Thank you. She wants to get everything set today. Nothing wrong with that. Kenneth, these cupboards down here have a lot of rope and fishing equipment. Keep it. I took everything I needed. But if you don't want anything, throw it out or leave it for Barry. I'm sure that old coot will take it. D, here you go. Okay. Let me help. No, no, we got it. You sure? Yeah. You excited to take her out? Planning on doing it today. Give her a test ride. It's been a while, so I may be a bit rusty. I'm sure you'll be fine. But go ahead. There's nothing wrong with that. Would you like to go? I'd like to, but I can't stay long. Val. Here. Should be like riding a bike, right? Of course. You'll get the hang of it. Well, we have a couple days here, so plenty of time to relearn old techniques. You should have stayed in St. Andrews. Anne's nice and all, but that's a hell of a drive. Why did you leave? North Berwick? Yeah. (laughs) Tired of driving. Any more? One. There you go. D, why don't you rest a bit and come hang out? I'm almost done. Okay, hon. So, Val, when you head out, I assume you're going north. That's the plan. I know it's not as scenic as the English Channel, but... I wouldn't say that. Scotland is very scenic, but a lot of emptiness. That's why we're getting everything here. Don't plan on stopping? Most likely won't. And you said about three weeks? Because I'm a little rusty, and depending on the weather, it may be more like four. But I've heard it's been done in less than two. Just not counting on it for us. Yeah, especially with weather. Storms up here can be something else. I'm sure, but we'll manage. And not to scare you, but a few months ago, some family did disappear off the coast of Ireland. Storm? They don't know. That doesn't happen often, though. Of course not. And like I said, it was months ago. They just never found the boat. Eerie. Always is when people go missing. Like that plane a few years back. Malaysia flight? No, no, after that. Like three years ago. You go online and see all kinds of conspiracies. The amount of people thinking aliens had a part. (laughs) I'm pretty sure abduction is not in our near future. 
What's not in our future? Delilah came up from below deck. She had her hair in a ponytail and her sleeves rolled up. Alien abduction. Well, that's good, because we don't have time for that. All situated? Uh, for the most part. All the food is stored, at least. Hope you got enough. We got plenty. How long can you stay? Not long. I have a lot to do. You sure you can't go out? You guys go. Get your bearings. Take her out along the coast. Just for practice. We leave soon. It'll come back to me. Of course it will. But Delilah didn't look so sure. In fact, I knew she was nervous. She said so on our flight over. It irked me because that wasn't like her. Dee was never nervous. We'd been sailing, bungee jumping, skydiving, scuba diving, snorkeling, cage diving with great whites, hang gliding, rock climbing, spelunking, you name it, we did it. But now, now it's different. Since I leave tomorrow, if you do find there are any issues, you message me. Let me know. I'll let you know tonight if I have any issues. <laughs> yeah, you do that. I'm just kidding around. I'm not. I don't want you two to have any problems. You should have said any more problems. We appreciate everything, Kenneth. We really do. After a solid handshake and hug, Kenneth was gone. Well, you ready to take her out? Yeah, sure. Let's go. Easy, Val. Easy. I'm okay. I got this. I eased the boat so we were now running with the wind. I brought in the main sheet and we were now running smooth. It was all coming back to me. D, can you grab my gloves? Where are they? Stern. Watch the boom. I got it. Here. Thanks. What do you need me to do? Delilah didn't know much about sailing. That was my expertise. But she always liked being on the water, so she helped me any way she could. As I donned my gloves, I surveyed the water in front of us. All empty space. What I need you to do is grab the sail tie at the foredeck. We need to get the head sail up. One second. She stumbled her way to the bow. Neither of us had our sea legs, but that would change with time and experience. This right? Yeah, bring it here. Tell me what to do. We need to grab the jib halyard. I'll keep her steady. Okay, don't remember exactly how to do this. You're just going to pull. Pull what? The halyard, starboard side. Okay. You want me to get it? No, no, let me try. Dee went starboard and found the halyard. Now raise it. She pulled and pulled until the sail slowly filled out flapping in the wind. Good, now grab the jib sheet. The what? The sheet on the side of the sail. I thought I pulled it up. No, on the actual sail. The main sail? The head sail, what you just lifted, the blue rope. Wrap it around the winch. The what? There, right there, wrap it around. No, here, let me. I don't know what you're talking about. Take the wheel. I quickly wrapped the sheet around the winch and cranked it. There. There. Now it's full. You don't have to use all sailing terms. This isn't a test. (laughs) I said the blue rope. 
After already getting frustrated. Well, it's up. Good. Here. Delilah moved from the wheel and crossed her arms. Anything else? No, I think we're good now. She nodded slightly and went to the foredeck, where she sat in the bright sunlight. A gust of wind hit us, and we really started to move. Since our room at the B&B didn't have a TV, I was forced to use my phone for entertainment. While Delilah showered, I watched videos on sailing and checked the weather. When Delilah came out wrapped in a towel, she held up her phone. Did he text you? Who? Suddenly, a text popped up from Kenneth. Oh, he did now. He's wishing us luck. We don't need it. We did good out there today. Yeah? Hey, D. Yeah? I'm sorry. For what? For how I was on the boat. I... I didn't mean to have an attitude or anything. It's fine. Okay, but I want to say that I appreciated your help. I just wish you could be a little more patient with me. I, I know. I don't know all the terms, and it's been a long time since we've done this. I know. I went over to her and put my arms on her shoulders. I kissed the back of her head. That's why I'm apologizing. We have a long trip ahead of us. I, I want us to be on the same page. Are we? I think so. Don't you? I don't know. She grabbed her clothes and made for the bathroom. It hurt that she felt she needed a change in private. We had been married for six years, together for a lot longer. There was nothing to hide. I've seen all of her and she's seen all of me. Yet, the door was closed. I swiped my phone and read Kenneth's text. She was right. He was wishing us luck. But he also sent another text that I read. I hope you and Dee can fix things. I love you both. Talk to each other and listen to each other. Things will continue to get better. I know, Kenneth. I know. Are we good to go? That's it. It was the day, and we were doing a final check. We got in more practice with the boats, and now we were ready to disembark. I was feeling a range of emotions and feelings from joyous elation to nervousness to fear back to excitement. And most of it didn't have to do with the sailing trip itself, but the time that was going to be spent with Delilah. If this journey didn't fix things, then I would lose her forever. 
I put everything away below deck. The weather's nice. Should be an easy start. Good. Are you ready? I am. But before she made her way onto the boat, I grabbed her arm and pulled her close. We kissed. And for the first time in half a year, it didn't feel awkward. At least not for me. What was that for? No particular reason. She smiled and kissed me softly. (laughs) What was that for? No particular reason. I smiled and helped her onto the boat. I unwrapped the line and climbed aboard myself. Let's do this. Winch it. How's that? A little more. There you go. Good? Good. You want to steer? Uh, no, not yet. She took a seat and watched the water zoom past. It's such a nice day. Perfect. The sails are full. We should make good distance today. As long as it stays like this. I think it will. There were plenty of boats on the water. We flew by two fishing boats as we stuck close to the coast. It was more scenic that way. Oh, I almost forgot. What? D, what did you forget? Do we need to turn back? A moment later, she came back up with a large bottle in one hand and two glasses in the other. Champagne? What? When did you get that? At the store. I got two. One we open now, the other when we reach our destination. Well, pop her open. I was surprised she was comfortable with this. Champagne? Maybe things were going to be different. Here you are, Captain. Thank you. Mm, To the trip of a lifetime? To a dream. Finally becoming a reality. The day couldn't have been any better. We made great distance and were now in the north part of the North Sea. I reduced sails earlier while we ate dinner, but now the sails were completely down. It was late. We were surrounded by water and floating freely. Good day. Very. We'll be passing around Scotland tomorrow. Are we sleeping in shifts tonight? I'll set an alarm. Check on things every few hours. Okay. We both climbed into bed and let the soothing waves rock us. It was peaceful. Dee rolled into my arms. We had been sleeping like this for the past few nights. But tonight seemed different. I could tell she was happier. I was happier. She kissed me on the cheek. I turned to face her. She smiled. We kissed. I'm glad we're doing this. Me too. I missed you. I missed you too. Really, I did. We should have done this sooner. But we're doing it now. Dee snuggled up closer. 
I could feel her hand on my leg. It slowly slid up. Her hand rose higher and higher, but I couldn't... I didn't... D. Yeah? I, uh... I, I don't think... I don't think... I'm... What? I don't, I don't know if this is the right time. Her demeanor instantly changed. She slid out of my grasp and lay flat on her back. This again? What? How long will this last? I'm sorry, I... I don't feel comfortable... yet. Seriously? You don't understand. I understand that you said the same thing a month ago. That was completely different. We weren't living together and you refused to sleep over. Okay, but now? What about now? We've shared the same bed for several nights. I understand that. And yet it's the same excuse? I haven't said anything. Exactly. But you don't want to talk about it. It's difficult for me, okay? Why? I'm not... I'm not ready. How much time do you need? This isn't about the sex. Then what is it about? You know. Dee, I don't think I'm ready to be a father again. She rose slowly and slung her feet over the edge of the bed. Ever? I don't know. Delilah took her coat and left the cabin. Shit. After that night, things did not get better. I tried to make the best of it, but making idle chatter didn't help. We would be stuck on this boat for weeks. This is not how I wanted to start things. That first day was so good and, well, I ruined it. Two more days had passed and they passed slowly. We were on the west side of Scotland, north of Ireland now. The water was getting choppy and after checking the weather, it looked like a storm was moving in. I thought if we headed south a bit, we may be able to avoid it. How is it now? Gray clouds in the distance. Did you check the weather? There's a storm moving through, and the wind isn't helping. I've been fighting it all morning. Can we skirt around it? I'm trying, Dee. Well, should I be worried? Not yet. But if you want, you can check the radar again. Fine. She went below deck as I continued to try to steer us clear of the approaching clouds. They weren't a dark gray, which made me believe this wouldn't be so bad. But I didn't want to get caught in the current, so I needed to head due south. The water remained choppy, but it seemed we were going to be out of the storm's path. I tried checking the weather again, but was having trouble with the radar. 
Ready? Yeah. Delilah had cooked dinner and we were both ready to eat. The sun had disappeared over the horizon and I was fighting staying awake. Not sure if it was because of the long day in the sun or the fact that Dee and I weren't talking, which was making me depressed. This wasn't easy to cook. I'm sure, but once the storm passes, we should be in the clear. I looked at the radar earlier. The storm is changing directions. Where? East. We should be fine then. Good, because I've had to take some bonine to calm my stomach. Is it helping? Oh, barely. It might be best if you went to the foredeck and lay down. Get some fresh air. No, I'm okay. We sat in silence for a few minutes. My mind raced as I tried to come up with some topic of conversation. But all I could come up with had to do with sailing. I'm thinking that maybe if we can hit calm waters... When are you going to talk to me? About? About anything? About us? What does that mean? I'm here right now trying to talk to you. No, you're not. You're trying to fill a void. It's nothing meaningful. Well, what do you want? I want to know what's in store for us. I don't want this trip to be a fight. It won't be a fight if you talk. I am talking. But you're keeping everything bottled up. Because this isn't the time or place for- Seriously? When is the time? What is the place? It's just you and me right now for the next three weeks. I'm not comfortable with talking about it. You don't have to talk about it. But tell me what's going on with you. Nothing. I want a child. D. I want a child. Not now. When? I don't know. When, Val? I don't know. I felt bad for yelling, but I couldn't handle the pressure. I got up from the table and headed up. I spent the next two hours in the cockpit, gently steering the boat. I had found the rest of the champagne and decided to indulge. Delilah never came up, although I didn't expect her to. The champagne helped calm me and gave me a slight buzz, which was nice, but it wasn't enough. Not until I remembered her saying she bought two bottles. I snuck downstairs to see her in bed, wrapped in her blanket. Was she asleep? I quietly searched for the other bottle, careful not to wake her. Bingo. I quietly popped the cork and chugged. I needed to keep this buzz going. Another hour passed slowly. I tried to think of my happy place, but it wasn't coming to me. The water wasn't as choppy now. Even though there was some lightning in the distance, it looked like we would make it past the storm unscathed. I was almost at a drink and becoming very tired. It was hard to keep my eyes open. I needed to wrap the sails, but instead I rested my head against the near bar. My eyes closed, and I quickly drifted off.
Crushed down! Shit! I awoke by hitting my head against the bar. I almost fell out of my seat. The boat was listing. What the hell? Ahead of us, complete darkness. No moon, no stars. The waves were reaching four to five feet. The storm must have changed course, and I didn't even realize I fell asleep. I grabbed hold of the wheel, realizing that the mainsail and headsail were lowered but still up. I never wrapped them. Shit! I started to panic. I needed to get those sails fully up now if I were to steer out of this. I ducked under the boom and went out into the now heavy rain. I couldn't find the winch handle. Where the hell is it? I was forced to turn the winch with my hand, which was difficult in the rain. I had no time to go for my gloves. Delilah! D. Where was she? D. As the boat rocked crazily, I held onto the guardrail. Come on, come on. There we go. The mainsail was up and flapping in the wind. Would it hold? No time to wait. I had to get out of this. I noticed a rope was tangled around the headsail. I ran to it but slipped, shit, and slammed against the deck, my head hitting against the cleat hitch. My vision became instantly fuzzy. I felt weak. But I couldn't yell. I couldn't do anything. My eyes closed, the storm echoed, and slowly, everything faded. The Stone House, written and edited by Robert M. Lamb, starring Corey Pettit as Delilah, Robert M. Lamb as Val, Jeff Leeson as Kenneth, Ariel Hack as Anne, co-starring Jack Austin and Megan Austin, music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. Visit 7lamb.com for more podcasts such as this. This has been a 7 Lamb production.